Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. Happy days. Um, who enjoyed last week? Um, Gareth was great, wasn't he? Um, funny how God keeps connecting us with these people, but um, just felt that was God was in that message. Uh, really enjoyed it. But today, um, I'm continuing this conversation of, uh, of David, and i um, Super excited to share what's on my heart. So this is week four of our collection of talks, David. We're going to read from the Bible right now from 1 Samuel, chapter 24. We're going to read verse 1 to 6. All good? Let's go. 1 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 1. After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told David is in the desert of... These are great readers. So so Saul took 3,000 able young men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the? Of the wild goats. Verse 3. He came to the sheepfolds along the way. A cave was there. And Saul went in to relieve himself. Thanks, Bible. David and his men were... Far back in the cave. Good job. The men said, This is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give you your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Then David crept up unnoticed and cut off the corner of Saul's robe. I just want us to go back a little bit. In verse 4 it says, The men said. Just remember that. Not God. Afterwards, David was conscience-stricken for having cut off the corner of his robe. Verse 6, he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed. Please do not attack the Lord's anointed. This is what the Bible says. Or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went his way. So God, we just pray just right now, God, we just give you permission because we, we know you're here, um, but God as well, would you just speak this morning and these next few moments, uh, would you say what you want to say? Uh, and God, this message would impact our hearts and lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. So we have been going over the life of David, and I, I thought it was great last week how uh, he unpacked it for us. Gareth did a great job um, on the contextualization of uh, Jonathan and all of the above, and you can get that message on our podcast if you want to listen to it again. But we've been learning a lot, but, but just again, to give us a little bit of background, we must remember that David is anointed by Saul. He's in the field, and before you had kings, you had prophets. prophets. Samuel's one of the prophets. He anoints David as king. So the prophet was someone who God spoke to to tell them what was going to happen. They didn't run on what the king said. They ran on what God said. And then later on in the scriptures, as you read the narrative of the Bible, kings become a thing. Kings get the throne. And we trust that kings are hearing from the Lord and doing what God wants them to do. But Samuel has anointed David as king. So he already knows he's going to be king. God has spoken. And he has that information. He has that revelation from God that he's going to be king. But what I find interesting about the story is the story of David is long, hey. I just sat down last night and started reading it again. It's a long story, yeah? 
There's lots and lots of chapters in this story, and I would really encourage you to read it yourself even, because me, even as a pastor, it's the easiest thing in the world just to jump on what some other scholar said, what other, what other book said. I mean, there's loads of ways to study the Bible, which is all great, but there's nothing more powerful than you reading the Word of God. You see, the Word of God is two things. It's a literal word. It's a literal story. It's a literal conversation of what genuinely did happen, but it's also the inspired Word of God. So the amazing thing of the Bible is when you read the same passage as me, you or I can get two different things entirely out of one passage. Isn't that amazing? Thank you very much, Carol. Carol seems to be the guy that sorts out the microphones at this church. Let's give him a wee cheer there. You want to do that again? I like that. That was, that was funny last week. Um, I have no idea what was going on with that mic, but hey-ho, we are sorted. Uh, so the Bible, though, is the, it is the inspired Word of God. And I just wanted to remind us that this morning, that you reading the Bible sometimes, I don't know about you, but even reading the story of David, it can feel a little bit like, you know, so why, why God did he give us an information that Saul went into the, go to the toilet? I mean, seriously, um, sometimes I wonder why are things in there? But what I always got to trust is it is the inspired word of God. And if you hear nothing else this morning from this message or this conversation, I, I pray that you would be someone that reads God's word. I, I pray that you would be someone that lifts this book and reads it. I mean, it's just something about the word of God that's going to change your life because it is God's hand on your life. You want a word for God, you don't need to come to this church, you don't listen to a podcast, you don't need to be in a group, you don't need to serve in this church, you just need to read this word. Hashtag, not saying don't come to this church, not saying don't go to a group, not saying don't be on team, not saying don't do whatever, but the word of God is ultimately what's going to change you. And over these next few moments, I just think this morning is a word from God. I don't think, I believe that God would speak to us again through his word, and how amazing is that? Yes? So I look at this story. We, we understand that David is the anointed one. He understands that, and he has the revelation that he is going to be king. But the truth is there is a gap between when he finds out that he's going to be king and when he's king. But in this part of the story of Saul being in the cave, what I thought was interesting and what I felt to share this morning for point one or part one of this message is that do not allow other people's opinions to become your reality. Now, I shared this a few weeks ago in our group uh, when we met. It was, it was a great conversation we had for a few moments. Well, I felt it was anyway. Um, but isn't it amazing how easy it is for us to allow other people's opinions to become our reality? You know, isn't it interesting how you can have 500 good comments. Someone commented on my Instagram post today. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know that I just went ahead and blocked you. <laughs> you're not in this room. I don't think you come to this church. But I screenshot it and had a wee giggle because I sent it to my wife and went, LOL. But I just erased the comment and blocked them. Just saying. Um, uh, they said, what a ridiculous comment or something. Because I just happened to post that being a Christian isn't born. I just know some born Christians. Um, um, but the truth is, in a moment, it's easy how easy it is to, what are you going to give yourself? Like, I, I just think that following Jesus is amazing. I just saw a picture of my two kids on fire uh, having their wee team thing. And I think it's an absolutely amazing that my kids enjoy coming to church. 
Uh, last week, Judah had a friend came to church, and he hadn't seen him in a while, and all he talked about was that, and he, he, he was buzzing, and he was excited to come back this week. He's inviting his friend, and he's seeing, he saw someone yesterday in town, and they're seeing Santa, and the first question is, is he going to be at church? Is he going to be at church this morning? And, 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 and I, I just think it's amazing. Like, the, 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 the following God, by the way, isn't born. Just saying. But, but the context of this conversation, here David's in the cave, and he's with all his men, and the guy who's out to kill him is sitting there like a sitting duck, and it's the easiest thing in the world, all he's got to do, because David knows his position is going to be king. David also knows that Saul's not the right guy, he knows all the information, and God also had spoken to him, because these men even quote what God said. He said, no, the, the, the men said, this is the day the Lord spoke of when you said to you, I will give you your enemy into your hands. So it kind of all makes sense what people are saying, and here's what I want to let you know this morning is, do not allow what other people's opinions are to become your reality both in a negative way and in a positive way. Do what God has called you to do, period. And wouldn't that be so simple if that's how simple that was? But I just happen to know that it isn't really just that simple. Yes, because the truth is people have good hearts. I, I remember going to Bible college and some people sat me down and said, have you lost your mind? And, and, and honestly, for years, I was a little bit angry at what they had said to me. I was a little bit confused. Um, people had said, are you sure? People had said, you know, seriously, you know, da 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 And actually, I've come out to the revelation to know that those people actually genuinely cared about me. They, they weren't against me at all. They actually were pretty right, because it kind of did look like I had lost my mind. Andy Gamble, 27 years old. Never in my life did I enjoy a day at school or want to be there. Never did I read a book. Never did I want to think. And here I am going to do a degree. But the truth is, in that moment, I did not allow people's, re uh, people's opinions to become my reality. And it's funny how you can get a thousand good comments on your Instagram, your feed, or your, or your whatever. And it's amazing how one negative one can cripple in to try and have a go at you, isn't it? And I want to tell you today that if people are speaking negative in your life, there's something going on. Do not allow their opinion to become your reality. Because at the group that day, I shared about the, the 12, remember the spies came back with the good report and all the guys with the bad report and the good report. And, 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 and the point I want to say is, it could be incredible the difference this story if David had taken people's opinions. Listen here right now. Whatever God has said to you, stand in that. Go with what God has said. His, you do not need another word from God. You don't need a different thing. You just need to stand and be reassured that God is with you. It is going to come to pass. Because you may be like David. You already know that God has spoken. There are things in our life that God has said. And, in the, and even in the past days, God is starting to unfold a little bit. And it's blowing my mind. God will do what he has said. He will do. But here is the biggest pain in promotion. I think the biggest pain in promotion, because this message this weekend is titled Pain in Promotion. The biggest pain in promotion in God is the preparation season. Because how many of us know as following Jesus, we never really arrive? We, we, got, we walk this whole life out. Eternity is our goal. Yes, and, and, and we, are, we are going to prosper in heaven. This is, uh, th th that's our goal. Eternal life. That's what you get with salvation. Not only do you get a purposeful life here on earth, but you also get eternal life as well in heaven. Yes? So you never really arrive. Because what is arrival? And the truth is the gap between here and there is ultimately our preparation for what God wants to do in our lives. 
But I think that's the biggest pain. Because the truth is, I don't know about you, but I just want to arrive. Yes, Carl just wants to arrive because he chipped his car this week and has 55 more brake horsepower. I think that's what he told us at team time. Such spiritual and useful information. He's a city boy from Belfast trying to fill in the Northwest. Hey, I mean, there's no better way. Does 70 miles a gallon now. I mean, jeepers. Everybody needs a Passat chip. Where was I talking about? We're lost. <laughs> you were fed up. I'm only going 11 minutes, 49 seconds. Not too bad, Carl. Don't fall asleep yet. Preparation. We don't like it. We just want to arrive. We want the thing. We want the then, the then. And that's just not the way it is. Yeah. David, you turn back over and you can read a few chapters after 24 and you go on to 2 Samuel and the first, the first chapter and he is then becomes king. But chapter after chapter in preparation for one verse promotion. Listen, I want to tell you this much. When you are promoted in the things of God, listen, this is not to say that following Jesus, I'm now going to contradict everything I just said. The truth is there is a cost to following Jesus. You do not have as much freedom as you would maybe like to have to feed the flesh. Listen, it's a constant battle in life against our flesh, against enemy. It's in the scriptures. There's a tension between all the time. There's someone out there to distract, to rob, and take away the goodness of God in all our lives. And when you live without God, you may have all the freedom and all the luxury, but I can tell you something now, you will not have contentment. The truth is, following God, there may be a cost, but it will not comprehend the contentment and fullness that God can bring living for him. Would you agree with me this morning? Yes, Following Jesus isn't boring. Following Jesus is full of energy. But the truth is, the higher up you go in promotion, because God spoke to me about becoming a pastor, but there was a season of preparation. I didn't really want to hear I had to go to Bible college. It just wasn't what I wanted to hear. Go away for three years, sit in a place and do the studies. You've heard this story before, and I'm sorry for using the same illustration. But it kind of highlights the point. But the truth is, without the preparation, the promotion would never come. Because God wants to take us on a journey to make us better, to, to grow us, to develop us into all that God has called us to be. And if you're in a season right now of preparation, let me tell you something now. You're always in a season of preparation. Be encouraged about that. And here's what I realized. I showed the picture there, Nathan. I sent this to Nathan during worship. It's uh, given him so much, so much advance. We're building a house, and many of you know that. God willing, we're going to be in for Christmas. yes. Yes, sir, we're going to be in this house for Christmas. That's the way it is. And, um, and the truth is, it's been, this picture is two years ago in February. I think it's the 11th of February, two years ago. And, um, but the house has kind of been a bit of a thing where it's taken longer than we kind of thought. We had to go around a few different routes than we did think. And hasn't just worked out maybe the way we thought it was going to work out at the very, very start. But then the other day, this picture popped up. And it reminded me that we have come a long way. Huh? That was 12.45 or 1.45 in the morning. I don't know what time it was. We had borrowed this light of Stanley. Um, we got these guys roped in to bringing us concrete all the way from Lamavati, way up to Donamana. I don't know, maybe a dozen load of concrete, quarter fittings, 
And that is just one of the stories. But what a point is I want to make is, it's incredible when we look at the life of David even to see the thing I love about David is that he always went back to what God said. He always went back to how God seen him. He always looked back to where God had him because it's often so easy to look at what isn't. It's easy to worship the preparation ground, easier than it is to worship the promotion. And what I mean by that, it's easy to talk about, oh, the house isn't this or the house isn't that or I wish I was that, or do you know this, if I hadn't got that habit, or I hadn't got that thing, and da-da-da-da, and maybe that new car would work, or the other job would be the case, and I can't read or write like that, or I can't do whatever, 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 and it's so easy that we get caught up, we start to worship what isn't, and what could be, rather than what is, and what God has already said. Yes? Because it's so easy to get distracted in any season of our life. Not to mention a season of preparation. And in life, I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of person that I like to yearn. So I do. I like to complain. I like to da 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 You know, and, you know, <laughs> you know I remember yesterday painting these rounds. I said, stupid flipping rounds. I should have painted them before I put them on. You know, and then, uh, what flip? What the flip was I thinking? Oh, decide the color when they're in. Ugh. Hand painting them. I should have sprayed them in a shed. Wheeled them in and they've been great. But then I stood back and I looked at them. And if I sprayed them, they wouldn't have the look that I wanted. I wanted them to have a brush look. They have that oil, rustic look to them. Old, rustic look to them. <laughs> they never would have been the same because I got the paint straight on about a rusty steel. It's exactly the way I wanted them, God. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me out. I'm going to stop complaining. I'm going to start proclaiming. Hashtag TC one-liner for a tweet if you want to have Twitter in your account. I don't even have Twitter. I don't even know what Twitter is. I can't do accounts right now. Whatever. Social media. Whatever. Um, but where are you at today? Like, is this, is this relevant? Uh, you know, David, David has chapters and chapters and chapters. God's going to do something in your life in one verse. Burn finger. Do the next finger. In one verse. He's just going to do that. But he's not going to do that if you're not willing to go through the chapters. And listen to tell you something now, right? A book does not end in chapter 3. It ends when the book is finished. Please, this morning, would you hear the word from God? Do not stop your journey. God is still in control. Turn the other page. The things that are frustrating you, the things that are driving you nuts, is the very thing that God wants you to be. God wants Andy Gamble to respond to a scenario when things don't work out like this. Thank you, Jesus. Not, sir, why did I not paint the rain? Literally how I talk to God, like it's just hilarious. I was, I was sitting having a full-blown conversation yesterday with God because I had worship music on and, and I couldn't really hear. And all of a sudden then I remembered like uh, when, the, when the electrician put his head around the corner and going, are you talking to me, sir? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> And then a full-blown conversation about, you talk to God like that? I'm like, yep. Yes, sir. And then all of a sudden, I'm going, God, what are you at? You should let me know. <laughs> but then in the moment, I had an opportunity to start talking about God, my faith. And so I never heard that before. I'm like, hey, and all of a sudden, we're talking about Sunday. And is that the Sabbath? And what does the Sabbath mean? And rest, God, you know, contentment. What, could I? No. God knows. 
God knows every single conversation that you're going to have this week already had. He knows every hair in your head. He is for you, and he is for you. Nothing's going to be against you. God is good. David was a guy who realized that God was good. He was a guy who had to go through the pain of promotion. But not only did he have to go through it, the point is he did. And we get to read this long narrated story that some verses were not really sure why God has put in Scripture that Saul wasn't having a bathroom break. But we get the whole story. And now we get the whole story, we understand, and maybe we'll touch on it next week, there were some imperfections about David as well. But if he got one thing right, he got this. He pushed through the pain of promotion. Which is, I think, the preparation for what God wants to do in his life and what he wants to do in your life. And I know there's people in this room this morning because I don't know all the personal stories, but I just know it. That life always, like, and I've preached this before where it hasn't really worked out, but there's journeys in your life where you just need to remind it this morning, please don't worship the promotion ground. Worship the promoter who's going to promote you in his name is Jesus Christ. That's kind of the bottom line. That's the, maybe the, the conversation that's message. Do not worship the promotion. I'm at a line of this, and I need to read this out. Don't worship the preparation. Worship the preparer that's promoting you. That's what we need to remind it of doing. So when you get your complaining effort on there, because I know you don't complain. I'm the only person that does that. I get it. But anyway, just for the crack, I'm going to say this, that when you're having your moment of painting the railing and you're scolding yourself, God, seriously, could you not have told me to paint them before I put these railings on? Remind yourself that God knew exactly the way. He knew exactly the way I wanted them. He, knew, he knows exactly the things you want. He knows exactly what's right for you, the shape for you, the size for you, the fit for you. He knows better than you. Did you realize that? So every time when the, when the, from the engine goes in the car to the, to the job doesn't work out, to the traffic jam, God's always in control. He is not parking you. He's protecting you. Yes, God knows. He, 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 he's better than that. He, he knows what you need. He, he knows that you, what, what is in store. He knows that he's going to pay the bill. He knows that he's going to provide the relationship. He knows he's going to open the door. But just would we allow him to do that? And I wonder how many times we miss that as followers of Jesus. I wonder how many times that Andy Gamble himself misses that by getting caught up in complaining. And I said worshiping, but the truth is we can spend all our time talking about this promotion ground. Or da -da 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 -da. Listen, boys, it's going to be all good. Work hard. Love God. Read his word. Love your family. Seek him daily. Follow Jesus. Keep your eyes on him. Enjoy the promotion season because in one verse, God's going to promote you. And you might as well spend the promotion season of your life enjoying it, having the crack. I mean, we had team time this morning with our team of people just before we did church. And honestly, it was hysterical. One month, someone's telling us about a Passat getting chipped. And the next thing, and someone's telling us a Christmas party is going to Dunhamana Chinese. Because <laughs> apparently, it's the best Chinese in the country. Brave run from top of the hill, folks. But anyway, there you go. We'll be heading over to the man's run. But sure, it's good crack. Even though I think. Dunhamana, this is maybe the best change. is the best place in the world to be away on a boat, I suppose. It depends where you see it, eh? Depends where you see it. We're going to choose. So, is this helping you? This week, 
would you do this? Just this is this is the thing from from we learned from David's life. Every time you have an opportunity to look at the situation you're in, look at it as the promotion gift. Thank God, thank God for the preparation. Thank God. Ah, but it's not really working out, Andy. You don't really know. It's like I know. I, I genuinely know. I don't know because I'm not in your shoes. I'm not. Enough. I don't know exactly your scenario. I, it would be ignorant of me to say that. How immature of a thing to say. But what I do understand is God is with you now. And I know that he's trying to stretch you. I know he will develop you. Because the truth is, that's what God does. We pray all the time, God, we want to grow. Yeah. Want to know more of you. And Well, he gives us opportunity to know more of him. And I think the more God wants to do to you, in essence, I think the more God's going to do through you. I think if God is stretching you right now, I would be encouraged. Because he has something amazing in store for you, for your family, and your friends, and each and every single person that God has put you in contact with. Band, if you want to get up, we're going to close. So, God is good. Yes? So God, we just pray right now, just as we're seated, God, and Maybe you're listening to this message on the podcast or, God, whoever just hearing this message right now in this moment, I, I just pray, God, for just give us the ability, God, to see your hand in every single area and season of our life. God, I just pray for any person today that is somewhat discouraged of where they're at or, God, maybe confused or maybe frustrated or whatever that may look like. I pray, God, that they would see it as preparation ground for all that you want to do in their lives, God, that they, we would see it, God, as, as promotion, as, as, as preparation, God, for your promotion. And as, God, as we see that, we would live fuller lives and that we would live more energetic, more God-filled lives, oh God. And I just pray, God, for bless any person listening to this message. I pray pour favor upon them. Uh, remind them, God, that they are going to be promoted. Remind them, God, that they are your child. Remind them, God, of your goodness. In Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?